This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. When it comes to anti-Semitism, why are we simply looking away? Because it is absolutely raging in this country, and it's being further fueled by the conflict in uh, in uh, between Hamas and Israel. And we saw a spike in Jew hate during the 2014 conflict, but in 2021, it is much worse. You know, that, you know, police are being, are telling Jews to stay indoors in, in certain parts of Toronto for the safety, I think, tells us where the hate is heading. And of course, it is further fueled by Hamas propaganda that is now reported as truth. Then it spreads across social media unchallenged or corrected. And, you know, politicians can condemn they hate all they want, but that it has taken root in this country the way it has signals a much deeper issue. Shia DeLuca is a retired member of the IDF turned TV and media personality, but you are also part of a group called CAMERA and CAMERA on Campus. And CAMERA, for those of you who don't know, is the Committee for Accuracy and Media's Reporting in America. And so it's a media watchdog that watches for accuracy and reporting. But the CAMERA on Campus is a branch of this for university students, whether they're Jewish or not to get access to information on the issues or, um, you know, talk to people. So it's good to have you, Shia. Thank you so much for inviting me. When we look back uh, to 2014, which is the most recent that we can compare to, what has changed and what are you seeing and hearing that is different here in this country? You know, I think that, first of all, politicians are, in my opinion, not doing nearly enough to, uh, you know, guard, I guess, uh, Jewish uh, residents, Jewish citizens from anti-Semitism that's uh, stemming from, you know, something that's happening thousands of miles away. Um, today, I feel as though it's getting worse than it was in 2014. I think people are more brazen, uh, more bold, uh, certainly on social media. Um, you know, I, it's almost more comfortable. People seem to be more comfortable with, uh, you know, being anti-Semitic. I mean, I don't recall a time um, when you had Toronto police having to patrol Jewish neighborhoods. I mean, it is a holiday right now. Um, but in recent days, they have had to patrol certain Jewish neighborhoods for safety reasons. And I don't recall, um, you know, that happening unless you, you go back to, you know, the time of the Christie Pitt riots. But is that is that a new thing? Well, that's definitely a new thing. I think, um, you know, watching, you know, being part of Jewish groups and uh Jewish advocacy groups, we see yesterday we were getting messages that there were helicopters uh, flying over Thornhill and uh, parts of the promenade, which is a very Jewish area. Um, you know, we're seeing we're seeing this insurgence of anti-Semitism, which, of course, anti-Semitism comes in waves. You know, the Jewish people have seen this all of our, you know, for, for all of our history. Uh, it comes, it goes, it rises, it, it, it falls. Um, but I don't remember, not in my lifetime and certainly not, uh, you know, in the history that I've looked uh, into anti-Semitism being this brazen in the city. And it's not only in Toronto. We saw it in Montreal, uh, Winnipeg, Vancouver. It, it's, it's, it's a problem across the country. And, and people will argue, well, just because I'm criticizing Israel, now you're calling me an anti-Semite. That's not what anti-Semitism is. You, you can, and it is fair to be critical of Israel. There's lots to criticize, and no one has an issue with that. 
Of course, you know, Israelis are the most critical people of our government. We, we you know, criticize them all the time. Nothing, you know, there, there's nothing that they can or cannot do that we don't put under a microscope. So it's not about criticism of Israel. You know, that, that's definitely legitimate and you should. But when you deny Israel's existence or say that Israel has no right to exist, then you've crossed over into anti-Semitism. And so you work a lot speaking, uh, you know, on university campuses and, and giving talks. What is it that you're seeing, um, you know, especially across Canadian university campuses? I mean, just the other day there was a, a TikTok video, and I don't know if it's still up, but it was up for days of, of two young women um, motioning, uh, stabbing um, Jews, right. uh, referring to them on toilet paper and garbage. I mean, it, it was it was if it's not hate speech, it borderlines on that. And the university has not said anything, and, and police I've called in Waterloo have not told me anything as to whether action's been taken, but what do you right. hear on the campuses and what are you seeing? Well, you know, it's important, first of all, to understand the history behind this video that was uh, that surfaced. Uh, Hamas had two days prior, or it could have been even that day, uh, put out a video that said, buy a five-shekel knife and, you know, go, go into the streets and behead Israelis. So this came out at a very we'll call it interesting time, whether or not, you know, she timed it to, to come out that particular day, I don't know. But the, the fact that people are so comfortable, so brazen to put a video like that out, and it wasn't even, you know, it's not even the fact that she put it out. If you looked at the number of likes, the, the, the comments, it, it was just so scary. So what we're seeing now with students, especially, uh, you know, students are saying to me they're scared to go to university. They're scared to go to school. You know, they, they don't want to wear their Stars of David. They don't want to wear a kippah. They don't want to be visible. And to me, you know, that's the scariest thing because really we're, we're moving back into a time that not in my lifetime, you know, I, I heard it. We learned about it in school in the 1930s in Europe. And we're seeing these same kind of trends happening here, which we live in Canada. It is a liberal country. You know, we're supposed to respect one another, freedom of religion, freedom, you know, everybody's equal. But for some reason, there's a comfort level in anti-Semitism here, and it's a problem. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if Hamas has either upped its propaganda game or we have just become blind to it. I mean, it is a well-documented fact that they want to annihilate Jews and wipe Israel from the map. Their charter states it, and, and we know um, through history that Hamas, not Palestinians, but Hamas, they right. use the Palestinian people, women, children, um, you know, to schools, hospitals as targets so that they can get Israeli, you know, the army to, to bomb those targets and cause carnage. And it does. Right. And those images are horrific. Um, but have, have, have we become accepting of it? Social media just uh, fueled this? Well, I, you know, I, I think we, well, there are certain parts of the, uh, you know, society that are becoming very accepting of it. I mean, if you look at the U.S., uh, you know, the squad, uh, there's four uh, congresswomen who are, you know, it, they're not, you know, strangers to anti-Semitic uh, uh, incidents. Um, but they're very, like in the last week, they've been very brazen about the fact that, you know, they've excused what is happening to Israel and, you know, are only supporting one side. So what are we saying? It's okay, you know, if it happens to Israelis. You know, we're seeing a, a lot of messages on social media saying, well, look at the, the casualties on one side versus the other. So what does that mean? You know, more Israelis dead would make it better? Or, or you know, is that what people are looking for? It's, it's, it's really disconcerting to see the comfort level that people have well, on social media for sure, but, you know, in, in person too. On social media, people are behind keyboards, behind the screen. You know, you don't really know who you're talking to. I've received mm -hmm. death threats. I've received, you know, I can't even begin to tell you. 
Well, in in person, you know, when we see when we saw the uh, the, the marches and the protests against Israel pro Palestine, uh, the the violence, you know, the, the threat, and this was across the world. This wasn't only here in Canada. In Montreal, rocks were being thrown at Jews. Here in Toronto, there was an old man, uh, you know, an elderly man who was beaten. Uh, there was a, a story of a young woman who posted a video that she was in a car with her friend and she was attacked. They tried to drag them out of the car. Uh, in Winnipeg, uh, uh, flags were being burned. It, it, it's just it's, it's across the country and it is such a problem. And but th- this conflict is not going to end anytime soon. I don't think I hope it does. Uh, but the body count will certainly go up and people here are going to continue to get angrier and more polarized. And, and, and both sides should absolutely have the right to protest. This is what a de- democratic nation is, you know, affords us. Um, but what do we need to see in your view as far as leadership uh, to start, you know, pushing back against this? I don't care right. if it's Islamophobia, Asian hate. I don't care what hate you're talking about, but it not, it's either all or nothing. It can't be some are okay and some are not. You know, I'm with you. I, I think that, you know, we, we've seen, um, you know, amazing social movements that have happened in the last couple of years. You know, a couple of years back, we saw the Women's March. We see Black Lives Matter, uh, you know, the anti-Asian hate uh, movement that's happening now. And all these things should be supported. But with those comes, of course, anti-Semitism. So, you know, there seems to be this pushback against people who are calling out anti-Semitism while, you know, uh, fighting other types of racism. And I always say you cannot fight one type of racism and then, you know, don't stand up for others. It does, that you just can't do that. So, you know, I think with, uh, in terms of politicians, we have not seen strong enough uh, condemnation. Uh, you know, John Tory came out after uh, the attacks happened with, you know, a statement. Was it strong enough? Not in my opinion. Uh, Rob Ford, was it strong enough? Not in my opinion. Justin Trudeau, for sure not. And, you know, we didn't see anything from uh, Jagmeet Singh except for, you know, kind of blaming Israel for the entire situation, but without even commenting on what was happening here in Canada. And what people don't understand is that, you know, in speaking with the Jewish community here, especially with Jewish students, students are scared. Jews are scared. You know, I spoke to my family yesterday who lives in Thornhill. They're like, you know, we're not going out. We won't walk the dog. We're, you know, we're locking the doors. This is Thornhill. This is a community Mm -hmm. that, you know, is, is, it's a huge Jewish community. It's probably one of the biggest in Canada. And to feel so scared not to be able to walk out of your house to walk your dog. This is where we are. This is, this is what we've reached. Yeah, it's uh, it's not something I'm used to in this country. Very sad. Got a lot of family up in that area. So, um, you know, we'll keep talking about it. I really appreciate your insight, Shia. Thanks for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. Shia DeLuca is his name. And um, there you go. There you get some insight. Uh, as uh, one of my family members said, you know, it's a very lonely time to be a Jew in this country. And, um, you know, there's two sides to the story. Absolutely. But certain parts of the story are not even being recognized or told at all which I find very, very bizarre.